If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. everyone. This is David. Welcome back behind the velvet rope. Let's just get right into it today because we are joined by the one, the only Mr. Jason Cameron. Hello. Hello, David. Thank you for having me. Thank you. I mean, I do have 2019 vibes here. We are in a studio. It feels unreal. I love it. And it's a rainy day and you still made it here. I'd like to say you made it here on time. Punctuality is key in my life. Uh, I try and be on time, maybe five minutes early. No one is ever on time for me, so <laughs> thank you for that. Absolutely. Did you have to leave your day job, like, to come here? Like, you're, you're, you know, I think people see, you know, they've watched you on Winter House. People don't realize you actually have a day job. Yeah, yeah, no, I have a few day jobs. Um, I mean, I'm part-time model, part-time with my nonprofit, and part-time working on other projects that are just really back to back to back. So if I'm not in one place, I'm in the other. And you just caught me on an off day, which was great. What do you do for your nonprofit? It's called Glam for Good, right? Yes, Glam for Good. I'm pretty much like director of operations where, you know, I'm in the warehouse, I'm organizing the gives, I'm getting ready for the gives to go out and I'm taking in, you know, all the materials that we need to do the gives as well. And what is it like for people who don't know? Well, Glam for Good, we use fashion to empower communities, you know, people or families in social economic, you know, disparity or, you know, ACS, women's shelters. We go everywhere and wherever they need some, you know, clothing or I don't even know how to say like uh, household items. We can take care of that. Wow. Yeah. I mean, you're just a nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> I get it from my mama. What can I say? I mean, I just, I think anyone that does anything for non right? I mean, like, that's, you don't have to do that. No, I mean, but everyone should a little bit, you know, and I think that brings a little more awareness to just being who you are. That's true. Now, you are from upstate New York originally. How did you, I mean, did you come to New York City to be a male model? Like, did you grow up and say, this is what I want to do with my life? It was something I had in the back of my mind. It was something my mom always kind of told me growing up, you're my little model. And I was like, oh, that's cute. But, you know, I went to school, did college. And then after I didn't want to do an office thing. So I moved in with my grandmother. You know, she lived in Detroit. So fast forward a year after that, she kicked me out. And she's like, you need to do something. And so I was like, well, let me give it a shot. And so I drove from Detroit to New York, you know, found an apartment. And the rest is history. That was 11, almost 12 years ago. I mean, well, listen, a lot of us grew up and our mothers tell us that, you know, <laughs> you look like a model. But in the real world, that doesn't cut it for everyone. Like, how did you, you just figured, you know, hey. I, yeah, you know, I kind of studied, you know, the Tyson Beckfords and, you know, the larger, bigger models. And I was like, you know what? And I just kind of just watched and studied and, you know, thought if I didn't give it a shot, I would be doing myself a disservice. You're like, if Tyson Beckford could do it? Well, he's, he used to live in Rochester as well for a little bit. 
See? Which, yeah, yeah. There's something in the water in Rochester. Watch out. Oh, my God. <laughs> so what is the life, you know, of a male model in New York City these days like? Uh, I mean, trying to get back to work. You know, I think everything with, you know, the offices and the spaces that we used to work in that were so, you know, pushed with fashion and ideas and people and collaborations are kind of, you know, slowly coming back. You know, the world is still opening up in a sense. But the, the male model life is up and at it you got to be ready for everything and at any time so now listen you know i think i'm one of them i mean i've talked to a lot of models but you do have a perception you know like good looking people you walk down a runway a runway you get like a bunch of clothes you meet a bunch of other really hot people how hard could this be but like tell me like is it like really is that a hard job or not it can be a hard job. A lot of people don't or don't give it the credit it's due in the sense of like maintaining these relationships or even being able to maintain multiple personalities on a set. You know, people can drive you crazy at times. But at the same time, it's to, you know, keep that into composure and keep your composure and making sure everything goes to get the product that they need. So, And do you really get a lot of free clothes like I've made up in my mind? Everything I have I'm wearing was given to me. Really? Unfortunately. Well, except for I my mean, T-shirt. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I would love free clothes. Yeah. No, I get a, a few. But, you know, you have to think about it. I've been doing this for like 10 years. So, plus, there's a lot of clothes out there. And it really is a lot of, like, people could burn bridges. Like, you know, like, don't use that one again. Like, he was late. This, I mean, oh, right? yeah. That's it's real easy. easy. You know, you get down the back side of a producer or, you know, someone that's a casting director. You, <laughs> you won't see any of their projects. <laughs> that's like the end of it. Uh-huh. Real quick, so swift. You're doing, you know, you're living your life, working for, you know, Glam for Good. You're modeling. Everything is going great. How does that lead? How did you get involved with Winter House? Yeah, you know, that kind of came from left field. Didn't see it coming. Um, one of my good friends in the modeling industry, Julia, you know, Jules. Who was on the show. Who was on the first season was um, one of my besties. We used to cut it up at the clubs, you know, the rooftop parties. And she had said that maybe I'd be a good fit and yeah a few interviews later there we were and she, i mean she was already involved she she knew Paige. yeah so. yep her and Paige grew up together doing their little modeling limited to you know modeling gigs it was really cute i saw the photos <laughs> did you watch reality tv before a this? little bit you did yeah I've, I've watched a little bit more like below deck and um some of the housewife stuff but some of the earlier stuff you actually, I mean, listen, you're a straight man, so below deck makes sense, but housewives, <laughs> really? When I had to, and you know, with a, you know, friends or significant others, yeah, you know, I'll sit and watch the drama. Okay, so when you, okay, so when you got involved, you know, when Julia's like, come on, like, did you have reservations? Were you like, let's do it? Like, did you have any second thoughts? Oh, you know, as my grandmother said, try anything twice, you know, and so I was like, oh, this sounds fun. This could be interesting. This could be bad, but it sounds more interesting than, you know, harmful, so... So did you know what to expect, like having watched like some at Housewives, some below deck? No, and you know, some people were telling me, you know, you should watch, you know, the other seasons of, you know, Summer House and try and, you know, get a feel for, you know, who people are and Southern Charm. And I'm like, you know, I could do that. But like, let me just see who they are. Let me just learn to get to know these people on my own. And, you know, I watched an episode or two of Summer House, but I just kind of kept it clear headed going into these 
That's, experiences. I mean, I've sw- talked to housewives that even watched housewives, just they were fans, and they even said like the best advice they got from prior people was like, whatever you've seen, just throw it out and just really take whoever you're meeting at face value. Absolutely, absolutely. So you just you really now, and you didn't know. Did you ever meet like Paige or like did you know? No, uh, no, no, I had no idea who anyone was except for Jules going in there. I came in blind, wow. literally. And you didn't even know Andrea, like, from the business? No. I may have seen his face around, but, you know, in these casting halls and, you know, you see everyone at least once. (laughs) So you get there. Here you are. What, I mean, when filming started, when everything, like, did you know what to expect? I mean, it was just go and here you are. I'd done some acting um, as far as modeling, acting, and, you know, as far as being mic'd behind cameras. And, like, that was comfortable. But learning, you know, the pace at which we work and, you know, getting to know people's personalities and learning who knows who and who slept with who or who's angry at who, like, that took some time. And you have to observe and, like, see what's going on to see where – you know, you your place even fits <laughs> or who you are in this whole process. Totally. <laughs> did you feel like at a disadvantage? I mean, I guess there were four of you, but did you feel like at a disadvantage, you know, because it was so much, you know, like a summer house, people that had this history and like even though there were like four newbies, you didn't really know all four of them. I, I kind of expected as a newbie, I guess you could say that, you know, it's not about me. Really, it, but you know, I have something to offer. I have something to bring to the table, and at the end of the day, that's going to be good enough for me. Um, so yeah, I, I wasn't worried about like who is like the boisterous or who's you know the loudest or who's making the most like you know drama. But at the same time, I was like kind of seeing who was who in the that house. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. It took a couple of days. Now, well, a couple of days is not bad. No, it wasn't. Now, I've done a deep dive into your Instagram. So it seems like, you know, you don't mind a night out with a little tequila. Like, did you – listen, Summer House is notorious for their parties. And I think Winter House kind of, I mean, certainly matched it, if not upped it. We, we, uh, we're we up there. We were definitely yeah. giving a run for their money, for sure. Did you – I mean, did you know what to expect as far as, like, the parties and, like, how these parties really could be? No, I, I had no <laughs> – those were surprisingly more of a shock. Then, like, it brought me back to, like, when my brother was in a fraternity. And, yeah. and, and, like, it was just, like, a constant party, day in, day out. And I was, like, I had to call my brother after the third day. I was, like, Jerry, like, I, I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> like, he's, like, it's in your blood. You're fine. Just just more water, more water. Hydrate. It really was. <laughs> I mean, were you just literally, like, okay, I'm hungover in still Vermont this entire time, like, every day? It, it was a little challenging. But, you know, those hydration packets and, you know – Making sure you had a nice little smoothie or something to keep you regular was important. It's like the hair of the dog, right? It, it is. Works. It is. Actually, unfortunately, it does work better than most. I say. have a friend that I go out with and she – if she goes hard, she literally needs like three, maybe two days to like – it's like the next day she's like, what do you mean you're going out? I'm like, well, that was last night. What does that, <laughs> what does that have to do with tonight? And she – I'm not kidding. Literally, it's a two to three day process. I mean, you got to learn to rally. I kind of think so. Oh, in this city, you rally. Yeah. I mean, it is New York City. Amen. So what – okay, let's talk like first impressions. So you go in, you watch a little summer house. So mm-hmm. let's just start with like Kyle and Amanda. What are your first impressions? And I'm going to lump them together because – Absolutely. I mean, yeah. No, I'm like, okay, lovely couple. They've been together. You know, got a little back history. They've been together for years. All right. They've had some little ups and downs. Okay. I'm like, wow, normal couple. 
<laughs> I was like, okay, they're cool. They're great. And Kyle's really nice and very welcoming. What about like Austin and Craig? Austin, Austin was the first person I think they gave me a hug. But um, yeah, you know, it's so funny because I think their personalities are so fun and like fun loving. So, I mean, it's hard not to just love them and laugh. Didn't with you them. just do something? Weren't you just at their pillow talk? Yes. They were just in New York. Listen, I was I... so proud of their, you know, going to the town hall or town hall theater and doing their podcast live. Like, that was very impressive. I had off to them and I had a great time. I laughed and laughed and laughed. What was the best thing about pillow talk and seeing them live and being part of the show, really? Uh, best part were the audience questions at the end. They really stuck it to them, put them in some tight corners. Um, it was pretty funny. What did people want to know the most? Was it Paige? What's up with Paige? Absolutely. It was Paige and, you know, Austin, how do you feel like with everyone hating you? Like, how are you taking it? And he's like... <laughs> Right. Like, what am I going to say to that? <laughs> he shouldn't be, but, you know, people right. give him a bad rep. What about, so what were your first impressions of Paige and Sierra? Paige, I was very impressed with her style. I was like, okay, she's really pulling out some some great looks. I'm like, I, I was like, does she model? Oh, my God. I'm like, okay. And I'd seen her on Amazon, and I'd do some work with Amazon as well. So I was like, okay, we're going to be friends. Paige has it. She's got, listen, Paige has it going on, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and then Sierra. Sierra, like, I was like, okay, sisters. Like, you know, they they you know they roll together. They're tight. And I'm like, I see the vibes coming from them. And they're definitely showing up. Like, these looks are just drop. Listen, Bravo certainly knows how to cast well, like, attractive people. Let's face it. I mean, of course, yourself included, obviously. Thank you. Thank you. I'll take a little bit of that. But they look great. There are, I, listen, I see nothing wrong with either of them. Yes. What about, what were your first impressions of Lindsay? My first impressions of Lindsay were absolutely not. What is, like, she's wild. She is going to be, like, when she came to the house, it was like a third or fourth day of partying. And, like, that was when I was like, I don't even know about this. And she comes in with a fireball. And I'm like, I don't know if I can do this anymore. Like, so her, like, came in like a tornado. Like, it was... One of those things where I was like kind of bracing myself, like, I don't know if I can roll with her. Did you know, like, I mean, I guess having watched Summer House, but not really like it was just, did you know the energy that is Lindsay? I didn't know it was like as much. Like, no, I didn't see that. I didn't see enough of like a show to be like, oh, well, that's Lindsay. That's her vibe. I was like, literally when I watched the show, oh, she's hot. Like, that's cool. Were you, because she came a little later. So, I mean... Who were you like as a single? You're you're single. So like, who were you drawn to physically the most? We have Lindsay. We have we just talked about. Well, Paige the first here. person I was attracted to was Gabby. Um, you know when she was a newbie as well, and you know Jules and I go way back, and we have more of a friendship than anything. So I don't know if like we would ever cross that line. Um, you don't think you would ever cross I that line? I don't think so. You don't think so? I don't think so. No, I mean she's hot. She's beautiful. I mean, life happens. But I when at the house. Gabrielle, I was like, oh, why haven't I met her in the modeling industry? Like, she's great. And I'm like, okay, let me get to know her a little bit. And she's very family oriented. And I was starting to get to feel like, oh, wow, you know, so am I. Okay, hey. And then she just said no. So I'll admit it. As important as it is for me to eat healthy and put the right nutrients into my body and hydrate, 
I'm really not great at it. I'm always on the go. I'm never making that a priority. And I'm always hungry. This was a real problem until I discovered 310 Nutrition. I love 310 Nutrition's water hydrators. You just add them to water and they make your water taste so much better. They also have refreshing lemonade mixes. My personal favorite, they're all in one shape. I love their caramel sundae, their vanilla cake, the shamrock cream. I drink one of these shakes and it totally satisfies my hunger. They're low in fat and low carbs, which I love. They also satisfy my carb craving. But don't take my word for it. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code VELVETROPE and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 off your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and it's easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code VELVETROPE right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code VELVETROPE. You know, for me living in New York City, space is everything. But the thing is, even if you have a big house, don't you want to take up as little space as possible? I have to tell you guys about Diggs. They came up with a collapsible dog crate that is so easy to use and transport and store it, it, I don't know what else you would want to use for your, you know, dog. The Revolt was designed with safety first. Of course, like that's the most important thing. Digs look to the baby industry for quality standards. And so this way, when the Revolt is like opened and closed, it's a single piece frame and it helps prevent injury to jaws and paws of your dog. It's convenient. It takes less than a minute to set up and you really just need one hand. You open it and you close it. And if you're going to be doing any traveling this summer, their passenger travel carrier, your dog gets to travel in five stars. And of course it's crash test rated. So there's nothing to worry about. It is completely safe for your furry little friend. Make home comfortable for your pet and go to digs.pet slash velvet and get 15% off site-wide. That's D-I-G-G-S dot pet slash velvet to get 15% off site-wide wide. You guys know I'm out here in the Hamptons for the summer. And with that comes a major announcement. I have started running in the morning at the crack of dawn at 530. Now, after being cooped up in the city all winter, I didn't have the proper running shoes. So I asked a friend what he can recommend. And he said, all birds. I figured why not give them a try? Oh my God, listen, the Allbirds Tree Flyer, I cannot say enough great things about these shoes. They're lightweight, they're super springy, and they're so freaking comfortable. Listen, you know this is Housewives Ground Zero, so I gotta have the right shoes. You know, I might run into Ramona, I might run into Luann in the morning, and these shoes help make my long distance running every morning feel so effortless. And even the days when like, I don't wanna do it because who wants to run at 5.30 in the morning? These shoes make the run so easy. And they're not just lightweight and comfortable. They're actually really stylish. They come in black, yellow, orange. I like the brown. So listen, lace up the tree flyer and get running today at allbirds.com. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S.com. A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S.com. So, but then, so then, so Gabby's out, and so you're just looking around. So yeah, then I was like, all right, back to having just a great time, you know, still just cooking up a storm, and you know, just enjoying my happy-go-lucky self. <laughs> and then things develop between you and Lindsay. Yeah, and then I get to know Lindsay a little better, you know, and I have some sit-downs, and we kind of, you know, conversate. And so, what was it like? What was the? I mean, you mentioned like Lindsay is very confident. Like you mentioned that on on air. So, yeah. like, I guess. Is that part of the attraction? Was that part of the attraction? 
Uh, you know, the confidence is definitely one thing. You know, she's definitely driven and very passionate about her friends and her relationships. I, I found that very attractive as well. You know, I, I ride or die for my people. And, you know, she doesn't miss a beat. She's there for her people. And I was like, damn, well, this is great. This could, be, this could work. Lindsay rides hard for her friends. Absolutely. So things happened, which we watched the show. The show happened, yeah. And then, you know, the show ends. And then you guys were dating for a minute yeah we tried to give it a shot we gave it a go we you know we're both in the city why not like how long were you basically trying to date i'm just because i mean like we know but like i'm just curious like what the timeline was was it like three days four months like it's because it was like a month okay month and a half so then Summer House seasons, yes? Yeah, yeah, about that. Yeah, okay. yeah, I'm trying to do the math. I was yeah. like, just, you know, I'm like, okay, I don't want to cut you off. But then, so Summer House season six comes along and, like, Lindsay goes to film, you know, was that, well, well, first of all, you guys were never really exclusive, right? Right. And was that, like, a mutual, listen, I have some questions here today. Yeah. <laughs> you thought you were just coming to talk about being a male model, you know? I mean, um... <laughs> Was that like a? Was that? Did you guys agree? Like, was it like okay, we're not going to be exclusive? Did you want to be exclusive and she didn't? Like, how did that come about? I think before she even went to this, you know, film season six, it was like you know we're not exclusive. Like you, you know, you're going to do you, I'm going to do me. Like we had tried to make it work, it wasn't really working. So when she went into it, I was like, all right, well, let's you know, we're just gonna. That's it. Yeah. And then when she went to film season six, because you were still together when she went to film season six. I mean, you know, ish. We were not, not really. No, really. Yeah. Because I just because like when it started, she mentioned like, oh, I mean, it's there was a scene like in the beginning where she said, oh, I was like dating this. I've been seeing this guy, Jason. You are the guy, Jason. Unless there's another guy, Jason, that I Is know. Is there another guy, Jason? I don't. I don't. I don't. I think. I think there's that only was me. one. Jason. That was me. That was me. <laughs> so, but it really was kind of over by the time yeah. she went to film Summer mm-hmm. House. Did you want to? I mean, we have Andrea is on Summer House. Did you ever like? Was then did you ever get approached to be part of season six? You know, I think there was some question into you know if that would work out or if that would be good fit uh, at the time. I don't think it was, you know, especially for us not really working out and you know to get the best out of the filming process. I don't think it would have been conducive to even have me there. And I had a lot of work to do that summer and, you know, opening up, helping open a bakery with one of my old bosses. And I was really excited to do that. And I was in the Hamptons still already, like every other weekend. So it was kind of funny that I tried to go see them and visit, but I wasn't like always at their house or anything like that. Were you, so when you, so for season six, were you like, did you say, Hey, Bravo, I want to do this. Like, did you have some conversation? No, I think they reached out and like, Hey, would you be interested in doing it? I'm like, yeah, you know, I would. And that was it. That was literally all that was spoken. And would you, so you were in the Hamptons. Did you go to the house a lot? Like, or were they like, no, no. Come? Cause you know, sometimes like, they don't want like people from other shows because like you can't be somebody at a party just there. Like the people are going to say, wait, that's Jason from Winterhouse in the background. <laughs> it's true though. Possibly. But, you know, I was waiting for an invite. One, I wasn't just going to show up. And two, I was actually very busy, you know, working every morning at like 530 in the morning to like 2, 3 in the afternoon. You know, like as a bakery's are intense work. So. I didn't really skip a beat with like not being a part of Summer House. You didn't? No. no. Okay. 
just you know, just curious. You you opened a bakery in the Hamptons with your friend. One of my old bosses, Cynthia. She's she was there like for me coming through the ranks. You know, first couple of years of the city, trying to find money, helped me work out in the Hamptons. She put on all these huge parties. Sinful Foods, go Cynthia. She's great. Do you have a favorite Hampton? I mean, I'm a Sag Harbor girl, so that's just me. You, I, know? you know, we were in Sag Harbor doing their public market. So, you know, I'll, I'll give you Sag Harbor because I love the, like, the original. It's the something. Yeah. I mean, that's where I, that's where I spend my summers in Sag Harbor. Yeah. It's, listen, there are worse places in life to be for a summer, oh, you know? <laughs> absolutely. I like this. The town is my favorite. I don't know. It's just I'm partial to Sag. I but, can see that. But let's face it. There's nothing wrong with the Hamptons. Nothing. Overall. Except for the drive. Except for the drive, right? For everyone who's not from New York, from New York, is like, oh, just, I'm like, it's like literally, <laughs> you don't even realize you could be in like two other states by the time it takes you to get from New York City to the Hamptons. Oh, really? So yeah, absolutely. You know, I guess that's why people hop in that helicopter and just fly on over. That's my next next adventure. Seriously. So you dated Lindsay. You were, yeah. you know, you guys. It didn't work out. It didn't work out. And then on Summer House, we, you know, she we have this scene where she says, you know, she found out she was pregnant and then she had a miscarriage. I mean, first of all, I'm sorry to hear about that because that was you. Thank you. So, I mean, like I'm saying that sincerely. Yeah, yeah. That's... No, I appreciate that. So. It was definitely not expected, but it was something that we both definitely went through that was – something so what was that like like i mean and i'm not taking anything away from Lindsay. it's just like i think okay so there's so much out there you know about what Lindsay went through there is i mean you could google it there's all these magazines but there's not really a lot out there about what you went through i mean you were the father yeah um i didn't really choose to say too much i definitely kept it you know to myself in a degree, to a degree. I know that she was talking about on the show. I wasn't sure as far as like what else was going to be put out there. Um, it was a lot, but at the same time, I guess that's what happens. Um, and yeah, it was definitely more of a private situation for me. And I knew that she wanted to share that with the world. Um, so yeah, I was there to support that and her, you know, whatever she, however she wanted to, Explain what had happened. You know, it's it's not an easy situation. Did you, were you guys, so I mean you were together when this happened, like, yes. We weren't like together together. We were trying to make it work, I would say. So we weren't like exclusive. We weren't like dating. But, you know, we're like, well, wait, <laughs> you know, like, okay. So that wasn't like what led to the demise of this. No, no, right? no. I think that kind of came up like last minute, and we're just like, "Oh wow!" Like we had known like something was a little off, like with her body, but at the same time, we weren't sure like what was going on. So yeah, she went to the doctor and had the sonogram. Well, so when you found out about this, like she has a conversation with you. I mean. That's got to be like, I guess what, like, I'm gonna be a dad. Wow. Like, woof. All right. Yeah. Like, it, it was pretty crazy. Um, you know, definitely, like I said, wasn't anything I was planning or expecting, but at 30, you know, however old I am at this point, like, I, I, I could, I could be a father. Like, that may have, I may be a father. I don't know. I'm just kidding. I'm not a father. 
You might be. I mean, I don't know. I mean, let me know if I am. I can guarantee you I am not a father. Let me tell you that. <laughs> that is one thing I can say for sure during this conversation. So let me put it this way. You're more likely to be a father than me. How's okay, that? Okay. Yes. All right. I mean, I make a joke out of it. But so what – you're right. So when she says this, what emotions go through your mind? And then, you know, I mean, she said on the show well, it was for, on Monday and then on a Tuesday. It, I think it was a little longer than that because we knew for a couple of days. But at the same time, it was something that I took in and was like, all right, well, whatever happens, if it's a healthy pregnancy, like, do you – you know, was this something that we're going to do? And she's like, yes, if it's a healthy pregnancy, like, we're going to do this. I was like, all right, absolutely. You know, I will definitely take care of, like – Everything that needs to be taken care of. Like, whatever we're going through, we'll figure that out. But this is definitely something different. So I'm here. Whatever you need from me, let's do this. And then, it, you know, a few days later, it kind of. So it was like a few days. It wasn't like the next day per se. It was like a few days. Yeah. And then so like that's a few days like emotionally like where do you go? Like, you know, you say you say this to her. I imagine the next four days you're like, it was like you know, mentally 48, like, okay. 72 hours, but it was literally. But it's still, that's a long, that's enough to say like my whole life might change. Absolutely. I, I was looking in, you know, larger apartments, you know, I'm like, you know, trying to like, you know, check all my accounts and like, all right, we'll make sure this is set up. Like, okay, well, does this set, is that right? Call my brother. How's my finances? <laughs> like, you know. Let me say yes to another modeling job. Yeah. I'll do like an extra shift somewhere. Like, whatever. I'm like, should I be manager at that bakery? Like. <laughs> it, right. Get some benefits, you know, like. Because like, that's for, still 48 to 72 hours. It's still like that's. Right? Like your mind goes there. Oh, I went there. I went full throttle. And I was like, all right, well, yeah, this is so much more important than all the fun I've been having and enjoying my life. So, And then like do you have these conversations with her? Like, hey, I looked at bigger apartments. I, I'm ready to do that. Like you – did she know? No, like, I don't think it was – it was more like, all right, let me – you know, get my mind right for what's to come. Like if this is going to be really happening, let's really be prepared. Right. And then, so when you're told, I mean, I imagine she calls you like on her way to the hospital or. Yeah. When she called me when she was at the hospital and I think I was working at, on a job. Wow. Yeah. And I was like, I will leave right now. And luckily someone was there with her and she's like, you know, I'm fine. And I was like, are you, sh are you sure? Yeah. And she's like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm like, all right. And I, you know, went right to her you know, apartment after work, but. And then, so then what emotions go through your mind you know like when then that happens are you look i mean it's not bad to say you're relieved I and mean, i don't want to put words in your mouth like are you relieved are you sad i was definitely sad death. i don't think i was yeah i was just sad first like you know you get the build up in your head about being a father about like oh wow you know i'm gonna be this great person you know you're picturing you know being on swing sets and, you know, all these – you just have all these conceptions of what a good father is going to be and what you could do. Um, and, then it went, yeah, it was kind of – yeah, very sad to, like, hear the news. But at the same time, like, it was very early. You know, you can't really put all your eggs in one basket at that early of anything. Um, but, yeah, I think we were just kind of both somber, like, sad and just kind of were quiet for a bit. Yeah. And just sat there and, you know – I mean, right. Like, I've never been in that situation, but I can imagine. Me neither. <laughs> until, until then. a range of emotions, right? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Has that – has this whole 
experience just from that yeah, changed yeah. it. It like, definitely I mean, changed it happens to be with someone kids. that was on TV and you're on TV, but regardless of that, like it's changed you as a person. Absolutely. I, I think I'll be waiting to have kids. Um, you guys know that I'm out here living my best life this summer in the Hamptons. And look, I mean, part of that was like, I kind of doubled down on my therapy with Talkspace. Like I need a clear head. I'm going to have a good summer. And look, I mean, a lot of thoughts and emotions and life situations, you know, they get in my way. I'm sure they get in everyone's way and they stack up and, you know, it's, there's no shame in today's day and age and, you know, saying, Hey, I, I need to talk to someone. And I personally don't want to talk to my friends. I don't want a bunch of yes people that are just going to, you know, yes me to death. I really find that talk space and talking to a licensed trained therapist, someone that has an outside perspective has really helped me. And I love, you know, that I am out here in the Hamptons. You don't need to go to someone's office. This can all be done over the phone, Zoom. It's a great way to get high level therapy and the help you need at like a fraction of the cost. So listen, if your thoughts and emotions are piling up, listen, it's the summer guys. You need to have a happy summer. You can match with one of their dedicated therapists today at talkspace.com and you use promo code velvet during signup to get a hundred dollars off your first month. That's a hundred dollars off at talkspace.com with promo code velvet. I got to tell you guys about Radix Remedies. Listen, there's so much to choose from on the Radix site. You know, if it's on there, it's better than the rest. The best thing that I love on there is the THC gummies. I mean, they're pretty self-explanatory. It's a cannabis edible. It takes the mystery dosing out of it. You know, just what you're getting when you take a gummy. And listen, they really help reduce my anxiety and just chill me out. They help me concentrate to be able to bring you this podcast five freaking days a week. I also, I have trouble sleeping, so I love their sleepy bears. They're delicious. And I mean, they actually work. They help me sleep. They're cannabis and melatonin infused. And let's face it. I mean, cannabis is a good time. And also you can immediately reduce anxiety on the flight anywhere with their Delta 8 THC vapes, which don't clog and they work freaking awesome. So go to radixremedies.com, enter code velvet. You get 15% off with promo code velvet. That's right. 15% off. I mean, if that's not something that's going to help you reduce your anxiety, I don't know what will. Radixremedies.com, 15% off with code VELVET. And enjoy. But yeah. Meaning like you don't want kids right now. No. I wasn't ready to be a father, but I would have been ready. Like I would have got ready. So when after this, then do you guys, like, is that it? You go through this you're there you're in silence and then is it like do you speak after that like do you guys speak now yeah we we kept in touch you know there was a time where she was going to the doctor and making sure everything was still going you know through the process of the body need to go through after something like this takes place so you know for the next couple weeks i was definitely checking up like coming by you know seeing if everything was okay She's a strong, strong woman, and she's not going to be like, oh, I need you for anything. But it was, you know, definitely more of what I wanted to provide as far as, yeah, just making sure she was okay, mentally, physically, however. Because, yeah, you don't know what to expect going through that at all right? Um, until you go through it. So not far after that, she started filming. So, you know, one thing led to another thing, led to back to work thing. And, you know, now we're just text here and there, check up, say hi. And, you know, <laughs> we cross paths in certain rooms, obviously. So 
Right. So good, like friends. It's all it's all good. It's all on the up and up. There's no bad blood whatsoever. Did she tell you like, okay, you know, hey, by the way, I've made a decision. I'm going to talk about this on the show. Or do were you? Did you hear? Hey, Lindsay talked about this last night. <laughs> I was definitely curious to know how she was going to present the information. Um, she definitely said that, you know, I said, hey, are you going to talk about this on the show? She's like, yeah, I'm definitely going to share it. You know, it's my prerogative. And I was like, well, no, absolutely. You know, it's up to you, however you want to say or whatever you want to say. I just want to be prepared. So I know who's going to be in the know and who's going to be aware of the situation as well. Right. And so, yeah, I think she knew that I wasn't going to be like telling my whole family about it. But at the same time, I was comfortable with whatever she wanted to take this. And then, like, did you tell, like, people? Well, and then it was interesting when it did come out. Like, no one told me. And I didn't know, like, if it was going to be on or if they'd cut it. You know, it was definitely kind of like, a, oh. Hmm. <laughs> because, right. Because, I mean, you could see it being cut in a sense. Like, yeah. it's not really related. I mean, to they used 25% of, like, right. what we film. And, you know, if, I mean, it's definitely relevant. You know, it's something that we go through and what she had went through. Um, so what was the question? I don't even know what the question yeah. was, but we are, we will move on. You're like, God, I didn't realize I was going to be talking about this, but no, I mean, I'm just saying, so like when it's out there on the show. Oh yeah. So the producer called me like, one of the producers uh, called me like 10 minutes before it came on the air and like, oh, just so you know, your business is about to be like all over TV. I was like, oh, well, thanks for the call. <laughs> like, but And then, yeah. They never call too far in advance, do they? I mean, do they need to? It'd be nice, but. Were you that it was and it wasn't like it was just a like FYI. Well, yeah, and, and, but here's the thing: I knew it was going to be brought up. Right. Like I, I had been told, so I'm not in the blind, really, other than not knowing exactly how it's going to be put out there, when it's going to be put out there, and really, I'm not a producer. I'm not, you know, I don't do deal with that side of anything. So I, I wasn't very active as well as calling and be like, "Hey, can you tell me what's going to be aired, when it's going to be aired?" Because I wanted to know. Like I. It is. Right. It's going to be what it's going to be. I'm not. I can't control this, you know, any more or less than I've already done, which is talk right. to Lindsay about how she's going to share it. I wasn't aware of like the magazines and all that kind of stuff, but I there knew were it was going to be a lot of magazines. There were. There were. So was that hard? And then, like, did you have to tell? Everyone that you knew, I mean, I mean, it wasn't great having like my cousins call me from like, "Hey, I read in People Magazine, what happened? Are you okay?" And I'm like, "You read what? Where?" And then it kind of happened for you know a couple of days, but once again, it is what it is, right? You know, maybe I should have told them. (laughs) Maybe I should have shared that with my family. But were you upset then, like that? This was like. I don't know, like on TV. I didn't, I wasn't upset it was on TV. Um, If anything, I was left without a voice as far as the publications and what they were saying or talking about, or even how, like you said, like, you know, you saw all this stuff, but what did you have to say? Well, no one asked. Really? That's so shocking to me. 
I mean, like, I understand why it was on Summer House. And I mean, I'm not, I, I understand, you know, I agree. Like, it's something we should be talking about, right? So I'm not, yeah. I'm not taking anything away from Lindsay. Or no, absolutely not. I would just think they would want to hear from you because it was a loss as well for you. You would think. So that must have not been fun. Once again, you know, I take things pretty well. Uh, as as I deal with life in general, like bigger things are need to be taken care of and need to be addressed. Totally. So this right here is literally kind of like a okay, well if that's what you want to do and this is the way you want to take it, like all right, you have her side of everything. Like I'm not gonna cause a ruckus and throw my hands up. Like what about me? You know, <laughs> like I don't. Really, it's not my part, not my place. Maybe it is my place, but not my part to do that kind of like. See, that's. I mean, that's respectful of you. Before we move on, because we are going to move on, is there anything else? Because now there is a microphone in front of you on this subject. Like, is there anything else you want to say on this? I think we covered it pretty well. Okay. And if they wanted to reach out and they wanted to say something or ask me about something, they could have done that. But at the same time, I'm very happy with life at the moment, so... Okay, I just, I find it, I just find it. I mean, that was like when I knew we were seeing that, it's like the first question is like, how are you? You know, I'm sorry to hear about this. Even though it was early on, just, you know, so. Yeah, no, I appreciate that's it. That's all. Are you watching this season of Summer House, or season six? Like, I mean, do, are you watching every week with the rest of us? I'm I'm keeping up, but not I'm not all the way caught up. So what do you think of this season? <laughs> it's good. It's good. It's a good season. Okay, so listen, you know some of these people, so here you are. I'd like to get your opinions. I mean, I have my own opinions on these matters. So let's just start once again with Colin and Amanda. We were watching this season. Like, what do you you like? I mean, yes, they are now married in life. Yes, yes, yes. What do you think of this? Like, you know, we've seen some ups and downs. We have Kyle saying at one point that they have absolutely nothing in common except Loverboy. I don't know if you're up to that part yet. That happens. So well, what do you I think, think of Colin and Amanda? I think some of their arguments are going to be polarized to a sense where, you know, that's what you're all, all, always going to see a lot of the time. But in, in, you know, the long scheme of things, like, they're so great together. And when I see them together, like, it's always just a smile and, like, loving eyes. So even though they have these moments, I think that's good for any relationship to have these moments and go through these struggles and like have these little ups and quirky downs. So it only builds your, you know, bond, You think I they're think. a good couple in other words? I do think so. Yeah. Cause they, listen, especially this season, they're coming under so much criticism. I know. I know they are. And that's, that's not easy. Especially for it to be like the weight of the world to be on top of the, you know, scenario as well. Like cameras in front of you. Yeah. Yeah. It can't, it's not easy. It's hard. Although I have to say when I had Kyle and Amanda on the show, Kyle actually said he thinks like it actually helps the relationship, which I could see that they're both there, that they're both going through this, that they're both Mm -hmm. on TV and subject to the same scrutiny. Like I, 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 I get it. Yeah. No, it makes a big, big difference. What do you think of Paige? Now, you were in the house when Paige met Andrea, and that was a thing, and we went into the summer with Paige and Andrea. Now the whole world knows that Paige is not with Andrea. (laughs) I think Andrea realizes that Paige is not with Andrea at this point. So, like, what do you think, I mean, of this whole, what do you think of Paige and Andrea and Craig, and where do you stand on this? I, I, I look at it from the, you know, viewpoint that when we were in Stowe, 
that was a very close encounter of like together for such a long period of time, like doing a lot of things together. So for them to get the attraction and have a good time, saw it. Did I think anything was going to happen like back in the city? I didn't really get those vibes. Did I see her and Craig like pulling together? Absolutely not. Didn't see it coming. But then when I saw it, I was like, huh. Okay. Let let me sit back. And so I gave it like a couple months and I started to see some photos and I reached out and I was like, congratulations. And you didn't see, so you, you didn't see on, like, you're not shocked about Andrea and Paige. Like you were just like, this isn't going to last in the city. That's what I mean. Yeah. I didn't think that, well, I I knew that he was vested. Like he was going to try and make it work. I wasn't sure like to what degree, but you weren't sure he'd be crying on summer house in season six. About lots of things. There's a lot. There's a yeah. There's a lot going on. I'm sure in his mind is whether it's going to work or not going to work, and what you know could work. And I, no shade to Andrea. I'm no. I'm all about a man that cries. So oh go ahead oh and cry. no. I, yeah. Hey, wear your heart on your sleeve. Let it out. Keep Everybody crying. needs a good Keep cry. Cry on my shoulder. Whatever. Like you know. I mean, he told me like the scenario, and, and you know, before, obviously a while back, and I was like, good for you. Like, I'm glad, hey, get it out. And he's like, I don't know, I don't know. <sighs> and I was like, it's all good. Do you know his girlfriend? I don't. His new girlfriend? I, we've spoken of her, but I have never met her. Really? I mean, yeah. and I think so, right, so that's going well. And Yeah, we were actually supposed to grab lunch today, but I'm, I'm here. How about that? You could have brought Andrea. You could have brought her. I, I should have. Yeah, time. we were going to do some Fogo de Chao, but oh, next time. Good. Yeah. Next time you could bring them all. Oh, maybe I will. Oh, so you're as shocked as – I mean, listen, a lot of people I think are shocked at like Craig and Paige and that, you know, maybe they're still together at this point. Like Craig is notoriously single from Southern Charm. We all know this. <laughs> I mean, we've watched many, many seasons. Well, from their photos and, and, and the you know, their posts, it seems like they're doing great. And, I... and, you know, they're making the trips back and forth to see each other and, you know – I'm I'm very curious to see where it goes. Why do you think it I, I could kind of see this possibly work like why do you think what do you think it is about them that's working thus far? I I just see their hustle like in like the same direction. Like they're both so like talented one and driven in their passions too. Three, like they're gonna like stop at nothing to make sure like they're gonna get theirs. So whether it's Paige in fashion and, you know, her doing her thing and him with his pillows and, you know, the podcast and sewing down south, like, they are so driven in, you know, both of their lanes. It's like a limited period sometimes where you can, like, not in a bad way, capitalize on this platform. And, right, I think they both get that this could be gone. And so let's what well, I mean, there's that, but I think that they push themselves to be their best self. Like, you know, and, and, you know, they're seeing what they could both do better and do to, a, you know, higher See, degree. See, I take a cynical negative slant yeah. and you take a positive. <laughs> no, they're just hardworking people. Yeah. I'm it, just, and I didn't mean, I'm just like, get yours while you can. And like, not in a bad way. It's like, not that is a bad thing yeah. either. You got to. Like, that's a great platform. Yes. What about, I mean, right. I think it's opposites and it could work. What about... You know, well, what about Lindsay and Carl? I mean, did you know that this was happening? Like, did Lindsay tell you? I oh, mean, my gosh. Uh, I did not. That came, you know, out of right field. Yeah. <laughs> so, right field. <laughs> I, but here's the thing. When Lindsay and I were talking, 
I was there at her, you know, apartment often. Carl lived in the building. We'd all have like breakfasts or lunches and dinners together like weekly. We we're all like really close. I knew that they had a past. So when I heard, I was more like, oh, well, yeah, I guess that works. That makes that makes sense. What do you because like you met I was gonna ask you if you ever met Carl, but I mean apparently Yeah, no, have. Carl and I are really cool. Like he's a great guy. I think he's in, you know, amazing for sobriety and everything else he's he's been able to accomplish with Lover Boy and, you know, his own personal endeavors. So do you think what do you think about them as good you think Kyle and Amanda are a great couple? You think I mean what do you think about them as a couple? Like do they have what it takes to go the distance? I think that we'll see. Um It, here's the thing. When you revisit a relationship, I think that you've kind of worked out a few of the kinks. So obviously there's something there. If you can make it go the distance, well, yeah, it's great to get you back on that level. So I'm hoping it can work for them. And sometimes, you know, knowing someone as a friend first helps. Yeah, it does. Absolutely. Right. What do you love best about watching Summer House when you watch it? I mean, is it that you know these people? Like, I mean, are you like, listen, it's it's gone from a show that started that wasn't really the most popular show on Bravo yeah. to being like, it's it's like the little engine that could. Like, it's a real, it's like turned it's into a, like, steady, it's, a it's turned into sure. a powerhouse. It really has. Yeah. No, I couldn't be more proud of them. Um, when I watch, I'm, yeah, I'm a little giddy. You know, I'm like, <laughs> like, but at the same time, it's fun, you know, to kind of see it, to see what's actually captured, you know. Right. From, you know, what I was told and, you know, what it went down and what they're showing. What do you think about, you know, this whole, this scene where, you know, Maya and Sierra, you know, sat the roommates down and, you know, like as black women, you know, because Andrea didn't know Maya's name at that point, you know, that whole scene where they try to explain like, you know, there's not a lot of blacks in the Hamptons. We've all been in the Hamptons. We're trying. So like, what do you think about that? And like the way that was handled, you know, these conversations need to be had. Um, and if you don't bring things up, people will just kind of move along like they're just not skipping a beat. So to have these conversations and make people think about, you know, what they do and how they do it, whether it was intentional or not, you know, it's valid for you to speak your mind and like how certain something made you feel. So I definitely commend them and respect them for making that conversation happen. What do you think about not to go deep? I mean, it's not all just about Lindsay and, you know, being a male model. But now when I had Ebony on my show, this is what she said. I know Ebony very well. She said, again, not to go deep that, you know, listen, I don't know if you watched Real Housewives of New York and you know, like Ebony was on as like the first black housewife. I don't know how much you really know about all of this. I just assume no straight man knows anything about housewives. So <laughs> perhaps you do and excuse me. But, you know, she wasn't well-received by the other women, and the audience said, we don't want to hear about this on TV. But Ebony, when she was here, and I know Ebony really well in real life, she said on air, I'm not saying anything out of that she feels, you know, she's powerful. So Ebony is never going to be in a corner. You know, she's a lawyer. I'm a lawyer, too. Lawyers tend to be strong personalities. I don't practice anymore. But she said, you know, <laughs> right, like, we're never going like, to practice. <laughs> right, like, when you're in trouble, Sorry, call yeah, me. Yeah. But otherwise... <laughs> No, so she said, you know, she's not one to be in a corner crying. So when she approached these other women and these castmates, it was just a certain way and it wasn't well received. 
she made a point here, which I never thought about. I'm just curious what you think. There's no right or wrong that, you know, Sierra and Maya were crying and kind of approached, you know, Kyle and all the roommates, almost like you guys are the ones in power. Like we feel this way, but our goal is to be accepted by all of you. And by crying, it's almost like they're the thing that we want to be a part of. And you almost have power because we're crying. Whereas Ebony made this statement that, you know, she wasn't. It was a whole different thing of like, this is what I stand for and I'm not crying. Like, I'm here. And you see what I'm saying? And so do the tears help or, or hurt the, the conversation at hand? Is that the is that the question? I mean, I, I think minorities aren't very um, – I guess you could say a part of the, like this Bravo were like a lot of minorities. I am the first minority on winter house as a male. Yeah. I'm the only one returning. Um, Which we're going to talk about in a second. So maybe people listen more. If you saw tears, maybe people are like, Oh, well, Oh, what's wrong? Like, and coming from a person of power and is a lawyer, maybe that's just not the route that she goes. I'm not going to say either way is right or wrong at the moment, but I wouldn't take the route of bringing attention to it and crying about it because that's not how I roll. But I will definitely make my presence felt and how I feel if I feel like I'm being left out or not a part of something. But, you know, I wasn't there. And maybe it built up to something that was, you know, unbearable. So... You know, there have been times in my life where, yeah, I kind of felt like the odd person out. I grew up in, like, suburb community where I was, like, one of, like, six black people that went to my school. Join like, the club, honey. Yeah. I mean, I was not black in a suburb, but I was gay. And when yeah. now we have, you know, people coming out at 10. Yeah. No joke. And, I mean, that was not the case when I grew up. Right. So, you know, I, I think I have a little, I wouldn't say, like, thicker skin, but I just handle myself differently. Right. No. And I mean, I, yeah. And I also think like Ebony's point was like, if she cried and approached the women in a way, she might have been accepted and she wasn't. And it's almost like just this, it's a d- deep conversation, which you probably don't have time for. It's just <laughs> like, uh, yeah, that was just, I was just curious what your take was. No, I'm, I'm glad that. they brought, brought it to attention. And I think that the tears, whether, you know, they needed to have those or not were, you know, what they're going through. And I'm glad they showed it. I think they handled it really well. Bravo. Yeah, absolutely. So Winter House, I mean, you are returning for season, for that season two? You know, we've been talking about it. Who's we? You and Bravo? Bravo and I have been talking about it. And now we are talking about it. And now the world is talking about it. I hope, uh, you know, we could come together and make something special happen. Well, Andrea has gone on to say that Winter House is, you know, happening and he's not going to be a part of it because he wants to spend time with his girlfriend. Well, if, you know, I had a girlfriend to spend time with, I probably wouldn't want to do it either. So... Okay, well, let's. There, we have two situations here. Let's okay, let's put the winter house on hold for a second. So that was I was going to ask you. So you are currently single. Yes. And you're not dating anyone. No. Now, what is your type? I mean, you went. You were. You know. You said Lindsay was very confident. What's your type? Just 
I mean, what, I, what, what attracts you to women? This is what attracts me to women? Uh, yes. Someone that's driven that we were talking there's, about, strong, and independent. And let me tell you, there's no, there's some gay men are listening to this podcast. There's zero straight men, and there's like ninety nine percent women. So here is your audience listening. Hello. <clears throat> yeah. Hello. Hello. All right. Mic check. Um, what am I looking for? Long walks on the beach? No, I love someone that's adventurous. Um, you know, I'm an equal opportunist as far as like race or, you know, ethnicity. Um, I've bounced around many cultures and I've definitely just kind of out there having fun at the moment, you know, actively just enjoying myself, but nothing serious. And, you know, what at the end of the day, what I'm looking for is someone that's going to help me be my best self. You know, that doesn't really need to need me make them better or need anything much more than I can give other than being like a great cook and, you know, busy. <laughs> so, so I'll feed you and, you know, we'll have great conversations. But at the end of the day, I'm like, how much can I can contribute to your success? I don't know at the moment. Do you cook for yourself at home? As oh, a... Every day. Really? Yeah. What do you make? I mean, I have never in any apartment I've lived in New York turned on my stove once like literally i don't want to turn the stove on i don't want to put things on top of it and boil water zero so you, you got to learn the a few essential tricks you know the trade when, when you're in the city and i love to cook so i was just at my butcher yesterday victor he's the man um i bought like a whole rotisserie chicken raw got some brisket we got some breakfast sausages we got a half pound of bacon um I think if you cook for any of these women, that would be a a, a major positive. Oh, I, I, I you, just you have that box checked. Yes, I'm, I'm cooking all day long for sure. Maybe I'll have to do some more videos. Yeah, I think I'm working on a few 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 things. Really, maybe a cooking show or something of the sorts. What just you know just physically yeah. as far as celebrities like who who would be your celebrity crush or crushes like just name one or two. Celebrity crushes, I mean, Beyonce, Zendaya. I mean, those are my – who run the world? Girls. Uh, <laughs> those are two good ones. I mean, you know, I was going to say, like, don't overthink it. Who comes to the yep. show? Zendaya and Beyonce. Zendaya and Beyonce, yeah. Okay. What about anyone in the Bravo sphere? doesn't have to be on Summer House or Winter House. Anyone, like, that you would, like, come to the top of your head? No one that really comes to the top of my head, no. I mean, okay, so we have some single Bravo celebrities. We have like Lala Kent is single now from Vanderpump Rules. I don't even know if you know who. Do you know who this? Do you know who Lala Kent is? I don't know who Lala Kent is. Kelly Ben Simone. She's one of the New York Housewives. I do know Kelly. Hot. Right. She, yeah. See, listen, I, I'm the cure to Ebony. You guys are around the same age. You and Ebony. Uh, you say you like a confident woman. Maybe I need to reach out to Ebony listen, see what she's I, up to. Look at this. This is good talk. I was going to say, just listen, I've got some. You know, <laughs> you have, we have Gigi from Shaz's Sunset. Oh, I didn't know she was single. I think she's uh, she's also into polyamorous relationships. Oh, well, so, she's single enough. She's single enough. Okay, I, I don't right. know what her – so I'm just listening. Hey, I'm Ebony, just hey, trying Gigi. to help you. Yes. You know, I mean, Ebony's in the city. Gigi's – you could take a plane to her. Lala, you'll have to look up afterwards. I, yeah, I don't think you would mind Lala either. Yeah. So like I said, I'm, I'm just here to like kind of help you out. My man. Um, but you are single now. So Winter House, 
I mean, we didn't really get an answer to that question. Uh, you know, I think we're all waiting for that answer. You're interested. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting too. Trust me. <laughs> but you are interested in going back. I'd be totally interested in going back. If you go back, like, I mean, so you've spoken to Bravo, like you're in the mix is what yeah, you're saying. Yeah. And you don't know for sure yet. No. But you would like to go back. That would be fun. Do you have any idea when you might know if you are particularly back? It should be very soon, upcoming weeks. I'll give it like a week or two. And if you are going back, would you do anything different? Like, you know, you were there. Like, is there anything you regret? Anything you want to do different? Maybe not come out of there with a relationship. (laughs) Maybe. That was my next question. Like, would you... Like, you're going to go back, so we're going to have maybe a lot of the same people, but I would imagine there's going to be some new people, because that's, because I mean, you know a lot of the other, so you think that's it? Like, you're going to go in and really just try no relationship? If I get back, I would definitely try and just play the field and see, like, who's single. (laughs) I mean, because you're there for enough days, like, you might have this plan, but. Plans never work out the way you plan them. But Absolutely you, your not. goal would be to remain single in the house. Yeah. I mean, give it some time after the, you know, process of the trip and, and having a fun time, you know, in these environments, everything's so, so quick. So, so right then and there, and it's for a long period of time. So it's almost like you're living together Yeah. by the third week. And you're just like, wait, you're living together you're partying you sleep in someone else's bed and then you see them the next day at breakfast i mean that's not exactly how dating in the real <laughs> world that's works. not how any dates in new york city go no no but here we are what about i mean so listen if you do go back i would i would venture to say if i'm a guessing person that Lindsay would be there i'm also kind of probably 99% sure that Carl would be there. I mean, he wasn't there last year. He was dealing with his sobriety. Yeah. I would love to see, you know, Carl on the slopes, ripping it up. And I like, don't even know if he can ski or board, but that would be great. I don't know if he could ski. I know Lindsay can. Lindsay can, so it, but that wouldn't be awkward. Like, you see that nothing, it's, that's, it would be fine. Yeah. No, that would be fine. I, I welcome anything. Like, as far as if I'm going to be there and them being there and, you know, we're all there together, that's cool. That's awesome. What do you, you know, so Lindsay said, you know, we talk about your single, this and that. Lindsay on the show, I think, or in one of the articles, I think on the show, she said, you know, you know, she was looking at this guy and that guy and you were right there all along. right? You know? <laughs> and then she says, you know, the body, the abs, below the abs. These These are quotes from Lindsay. They're not quotes from me. So, I mean, if that is not an endorsement... After this, like, I mean, are your DMs filling up? Like, you must, people must be slipping in. I mean, that's a pretty big endorsement by Lindsay Hubbard, who's, you know, openly dated a lot of people on Summer House. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, that's like, so after this, I mean, she's, does your, your DMs fill up? Thank you, Lindsay. Yes, uh, seriously. Thank that you. was like, I mean, what more, <laughs> what more of an endorsement do you want than that? None. I mean, we just, you know, mic drop right there. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're like after that, you're, you're just, you check your DMs. Are they out of control? What's the story? Yeah. You know, a lot of them are hidden requests. <laughs> mm. It's always hard to remember those hidden requests. Isn't right? it? Yes. I, it took me like a few months before I even realized I was there. 
It took me, I mean, I know now. And like after the show aired. It took me about a year to realize that <laughs> this thing called hidden requests, that it's actual people that are truly writing to you that yeah. you might want to respond to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I mean. I thought they were months, flagging it and like going through and like, nah, he's not real. She's not real. We don't need any. I'm like. That's where all the gold is. That was the good yes, stuff. It's It takes you. But I literally, I think it took me a year and I was like, wait. These are real. Oh my god! Like, <laughs> and you're like, okay, hi. It's seven months later. I'm yeah. really sorry. But I'm looking like, at how many weeks it's been. I'm like seven weeks. Eh, it's still good. Yeah, like <laughs> you're like that's still fine. So what else? What what's next for you? What's up? We're gonna hear about Winterhouse soon. We'll keep our fingers crossed that you're a part of this show. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Fingers crossed. Would you want to be part of Summer House like next year? Possibly. I mean, yeah, if they were, you know, interested in having me on a summer house or a season or just to stop by and say what's up, like, listen, I love the Bravo family and yeah, I'd make that work. I'm glad you could fit that into your schedule. Are you going to be out in the Hamptons this summer? Yeah. Yeah. I'll be, you know, checking up on the bakery and uh, my old boss's, you know, current situation. They just bought a property. So they're outfitting that now with a new kitchen and cooking, you know, stovetop. You know, it's really going to be a beautiful thing. And hopefully I'll get some of my cooking videos out soon. You got to get the cooking videos out. Gonna, that's put gonna out, coming put out, out some more of the modeling videos. Just, you know. Yeah, you know, I haven't I mean, put too I, many body, too much body stuff out there, but yeah, I could. I have, could do some more. You have a few body pictures on your Instagram. Listen, yeah, there's a, I, I'm just a, a doing few. my research here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I listen, I, I show up prepared. Yes, you do. You I love this. You have a few on there. Yeah, so, right. I have a few, but I mean. Not all. Oh, you, you like mix in a lot of other stuff, which is, that that's appreciative. Listen, there are people whose Instagram, it's like, it's clear what this is, but it's also strange. Like, you know, people who that's like their brand and, yeah. but it's not like well-known. It's nobody we know. It's just weird. That to me, when that becomes your whole Instagram, but it's a lot. I mean, I know, yeah. I know that that's a strange statement <laughs> with Reels and TikTok and like, that is what it is, but it's still, I don't know. I'm always like, this is strange. I like to make my account more well-rounded, a, a little more of my everyday lifestyle. Some body um, pictures, some cooking pictures, yeah, some food, pictures from Bravo. fashion, fun. Those are my like priorities in life, and I, that's what that's what I'll show. I appreciate that. Yeah. Anything else that like I didn't cover? I mean, I know I had many questions of my own, but like anything else you want to talk about that I didn't bring up? You know, I'm trying to fix you up over here, yeah. Ebony and Lala <laughs> Ebony, Gigi, and Lala. Kelly Girls. Simone. Oh, Tinsley Ooh. Mortimer. You know who she is. She's what about you know who you know who I also had over here now that I'm checking my notes? Brielle Beerman, Real Housewives of Atlanta, Kim Zolciak's daughter. Yes. I think she's she's a little like a little younger than I was you. Gonna, yeah. But not 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 so much younger, I don't think. I think like maybe late twenties. It's gotta be late twenties. Do you have like do you have an age range you date? Yeah. And it's like above twenty seven. And then is there a high end? It's okay if there's a high end. I'm just curious. I haven't reached it. So you're a little bit more open on the high end. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Depends how you're keeping it together, you know? Okay. I don't know why I could see you with an older woman. I don't could know you? why. Yeah. I could too, kind of. Yeah. I don't, I'm getting that vibe off you. I, I don't know why. I just, that's the, I, I get it. I could see that. Too. I, I, don't, I don't know why. <laughs> you know, like just, yeah, I don't know. I'm just getting that. I, I got to just go with my gut. When I fix people up, I go with my gut. Good vibes. I don't ask too many questions. <laughs>
So anything else you want to cover? Did I, you know, because I appreciate you answering all my questions. Yeah, no, absolutely. I appreciate you having me. Um, you know, look out for my cooking videos. I'll definitely be putting that out. Uh, it'll be under City Essentials. I like that. I'll be having some uh, food products coming out soon. Hopefully a trail mix. And um, I might be doing some pop-ups for some uh, candied nuts at some of some places. I'm going nuts this, fu- this summer. In New York this City? Spring. Yeah, in New York City. I'm going to do some pop-ups. And it's your, well, you could tell us more about this brand of yours that people don't necessarily know about. Oh, City Essentials? Yeah, I'm not sure everyone knows about No, this. maybe not. Maybe so. Um, I haven't really relaunched it. I did a little pop-up you know, a few months ago. Was great. Had a fun time. I mean, I love snacking. So City Essentials is literally like what I do on my day to day, moving around as quick as I do. So I love like candied nuts. I make my own trail mixes, and I'm always trying to create little snacks that'll keep me on the go. So that's pretty much City Essentials is the food, fashion, fun of everything that I do throughout my life. And yeah, it's encompassed on this website, and it'll be launching, you know, in April. Well, it's April, May, May first. Yeah, I was like, man, time is flying. The time is flying. Listen, I like a snack on the go. I'm fine. Yeah, you're... I'm one of these people who can skip the cooking and just live. Like, I, I'm I a snacker. Be, I will be your customer for the candy nuts and the trail. I mean, really, Jason's nuts are going to be a hit. I, listen, <laughs> I'm just going to leave that one alone, but. I think that this that you know I think there will be people buying and I think if you have a pop up there will be people attending. Yeah, no, it's going to be fun. I, I can see this. Absolutely, I love it. You'll be the first to get. Um, I want my the package. Mix. I want my yes. package of nuts. You will get that. Where can everyone find you who doesn't maybe already follow you now? Uh, you know, Instagram for right now, Jason Cameron thirteen. Um, it's easy. The website for City Essentials is cexjc.com. I love it. Well, listen, I appreciate you taking your time. I'm so sorry to keep you, you know, to tell tell Andrea that I'm sorry you couldn't go to lunch with him today. You know, it's okay. You know? He'll forgive me. He'll have I mean, to. Sorry, Andrea. Yeah. <laughs> but I really appreciate this. You know, I've had a great back, time. Come back any day. Okay, with the trail mix and my nuts. With the trail mix and your nuts. Okay, done. See you later. See you soon. Bye. Ciao. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me, and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.